This is the Supercar Cast for the week of December 2nd, 2019. This is our first episode ever. Here we talk a little bit about ourselves, a little about the cars we own, and uh, get into a pretty lengthy conversation about SEMA and uh, how we feel about the event as it's sort of progressed throughout the years. So um, check that out and bear with us as we put together our first episode ever. Uh, thanks for listening in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Supercar Cast number one. I'd like to introduce my co-hosts, Nick, Oliver, and Andre, and myself. Nick, you want to get started off with uh, a little bit about yourself? All right. Uh, we can go ahead and do that. So, moving a little closer to the mic, you know, stage one. Uh, no, just a little bit about myself. Been into cars for a while. Current projects working on is a 92 Miata that's uh, been swapped, ITVs, wire tucked, and color changed. So, a little bit of a project there. Uh, other daily drivers in 96 Forerunner these days. Uh, so, that's very slow, but should be going out to Radwood. So, that's kind of a, a little bit of the background there. I guess I don't know what else to do too much for background. So, I'm going to kick it on over to Andre. Me? Oh, okay. I thought we were. Okay. No pressure. Um, no pressure. I also have cars that I drive. They are um, what years? Oh, it's a two thousand. It's a O two five forty. That's broken. Is that a? Is that a Honda? It's a yes. Yeah, it's a rare Honda build. It's a, I guess yeah, people would know BMW. It's a BMW five forty an E thirty nine. Is that five forty I or five forty T? No, it's an I. Is it is I? Did they ever make it to you? Ooh, are you talking about know. like a touring? I don't know. It would be an IT. It'd be IT. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there we go. Just like a I is Sorry. for a fuel injection. So, so yours so is just all I. And yours is a five forty I or IT. Yes. I. Cool. Because it's the not touring a would be a, a wagon. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Right. So all the tourings were wagons. His is just a sedan. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, so that's why when you're searching for them on Craigslist, you know, just plug in that IT and you'll find it before anyone else. Just saying. Throwing it out there. Sorry. Go ahead. I hate to interrupt. And uh, the daily driver is a 98 LS 400, a Lexus. The best car ever made. Well, oh. debatable. Debatable. No, the rest of you are wrong. Well, and uh, on to Oliver. Okay, well, we're going to come back to that later, <laughs> I feel like. But, yeah. Um, hi, guys. I'm Oliver. <clears throat> I have a fleet of, uh, what should we call them, shit boxes, I guess. Um, I currently daily drive poop polygons. <laughs> we'll talk about the Cybertruck later. <laughs> uh, I, I currently daily drive a 2017 Ford Fiesta ST. It's horrible. Um, fun to drive, but horrible because I bought a lemon. Uh, I have I recently got a 98 uh, E36 M3. It's a pretty good car. Um, drove it here and back and here uh, because this... The, the pre-podcast uh, ritual didn't work out so hot, did it? No, but uh, what, that car has a heck of a story we'll have to get to. Yeah. Would you say you daily drive the Fist, though? I think I yeah, see the I E36 have... way more than I ever see. Yeah, I, still, I do daily drive the Fiesta. It's just falling apart pretty rapidly. Okay. And then I have a pretty long-term project, a uh, uh, 1973 BMW 2002, for those at home. Is it that, is a round. I was going to say, is that a roundy? It is. As, That's a roundy. It has the round taillights, which is all that actually matters, like, when you're when you're pulling up to the car meet, you know, the vintage Porsche BMW car meet. As long as you have those round taillights, just you win. 
just choice. Yeah, but that one's an interesting one because like <clears throat> I bought it already swapped, and now I'm re-swapping it with the same engine because it was so poorly done. What uh, what engine? It's got uh, a M20, uh, which is out of an E30. So for those of you who are BMW nuts, it's it's a six cylinder instead of a four, <clears throat> and uh, it's good. So like it's a fast car, but it was not well done, and the car is full of rust and. Oh goodness, it's a huge project, but I, I feel like out of everyone here, Nick can relate the most to big projects <laughs> and nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a, just a little bit, but you've got something special about it, though. ITBs. Well, yeah, eventually. I have ITBs on the shelf, so I, I will be putting those on, um, which, as far as I can tell, hasn't been done. Like People have carved M20s, but they haven't actually like put ITBs on it, so... Uh, no. What? No, an ITB M20? <clears throat> Carp M20? Like no, nobody's ever like done ITBs on M20. No, in 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's another, I, I uh, thought you were just saying like in general. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Yeah, no. In, in the 2002 <laughs> chassis. Okay. So um, I've seen a few people like mock them up before, but I haven't actually seen one complete. Everyone seems to go carbs if they're going to like the, the individual throttle. So uh, that's what I got. And they're all nightmares in their own special way, but I love them. Um, so I don't know. How about you, Drew? What do you got in the garage? Uh, a lot. Yeah. Do we even want to mention all of it? Uh, <clears throat> How about the highlights? Yeah, highlights. Uh, beautiful, reliable. That's already a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, whatever vehicle you say next better be the Mercedes. No, no, no. <laughs> 2000, 2001 uh, Land Rover Discovery. Very reliable. Very, uh, and it's actually been probably one of my more reliable cars. Could you, before um, we, we hop away from that, could you explain the sole reason you own that vehicle? Towing, um, and to drive my hockey equipment. No, that was the main one. Yeah. It's the only car you have that can actually fit your hockey yeah, equipment. Yeah, legitimately. Um, it's now, it lives in there full time. Yeah, it smells delicious. Could you explain? <laughs> most Land Rovers, you open up and get some, like, uh, some, like, leather and yeah. some, like, glue, maybe. What do you get when you open yours? Mm, mold. Swamp ass and nut fox. <laughs> just, uh, just moist. But uh, no, so that that's actually been pretty cool. Um, you know, I, I have two kids and we take that out and that's kind of like the just beat around car. Uh, I also have a 2004 BMW ZHP, which is mainly my daily. Not a model. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> 330 CI. There you go. M3 light. Um, Andre is also a BMW tech, so he's no, the one that pointed no, it out. Not. What? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> All right. We just stop throwing that out. There. Okay, yeah, we can. <laughs> no, 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 no. Master technician. Yeah. Master. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's why you bought the 540, right? Because like, yeah, because I hate money and myself. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. No. Well, I think that's all why us, anybody buys a BMW. I think that's why we all bought our cars, and specifically, I also have a 1968 Porsche 912 with a Volkswagen engine in it uh, that runs very rich and shoots out uh, footlong flames while going very slow. And I thought the paint was perfect underneath it. It's not, and now it's an art car. Really cool. And then also, I have a 2006 Honda S2000. Which will be up for sale soon. No oh boy, plugging your own cars. Yeah, <laughs> if and then uh, twenty grand, it all driven. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> never been raced, never turbo. It has a built head though. Yes, yes. For no real reason. Shh. It's an odd thing to never <laughs> been build out the head. Yeah, yeah and then uh, the old S class as well. Yeah, that thing's cool for for 
Is what, a W140? Yeah. I I had that like a week ago. I was borrowing it from Drew. Like, it's crazy in 93 that they put that many motors into everything. Like, the rear view mirror is motorized, which is just... Yeah, well, didn't they spend like some like a billion dollars developing that car? Some stupid... I have like, no idea. Number. That oh. one specifically? I have no idea. Uh, like the W140 chassis. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but... <clears throat> they spend, like, a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money. Like, that's why the mirror is yeah. uh, motorized, mm. and, like, that's why it's got all the just... I would say, things. if my wife still had SUV, I would keep that, but it's that or the Land Rover, and I have you to be should. able to tow stuff, because my cars are... Just put a tow hitch on it. It's got a V8. It actually has more horsepower than Land Rover. I was going to say, it's pretty quick. I mean, yeah. minus the, the trans is not the happiest, like, mm-hmm. really flooring it. it it's kind of slow to figure things out. Like, oh, oh, I guess we're going now. Surprise. Right. But I don't know. I feel like you could probably tow with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. put a hitch on it. Low I mean, center of gravity. I bet yeah. they did in Europe. Yeah. They, they do tow. that all the time there. Really? Yeah. yeah. They, they tow, like, uh, little campers with cars. <laughs> they cut, they tow cars with cars too. Like that would just be great. You see, you like see that rolling to the car show with the nine twelve on the back because it's broken down and what a yeah. flex. Think yeah. about it. that would be your ninety three four hundred. It was an SEL mm-hmm. with your sixty eight nine twelve on the back, and everyone's like, that guy just spent about eight grand on that whole set, <laughs> <laughs> including trailer. Right. <clears throat> I just it's something to keep in mind. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like we got such an odd collection of cars, and, like, that, that scratches the surface. Oh, yeah. Because all of them are broken in some way, shape, or form, or just not currently working yet. I, I suppose it's not fair to call Nick's Miata broken <laughs> so much as just not finished. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, not finished yet. Um, Forerunner's running, but just... Well, the transmount's broken. Transmount's broken as hell mm-hmm. <laughs> that I put back in today. Uh, Andre, yeah, he has the... It's predominantly so. I guess we have less. You, everybody has like Japanese and European. Yeah, I have. I have. Well, not me. I don't have European. I had a mini, but I, that went mini for like I got one a for hot you, thirty minutes. Yeah, that that mini went so well for me. Mm. Uh, Andre may have said you're on borrowed time. I might have responded you're joking, and then he was not wrong. It was uh, less than two thousand miles later. As you said, it the head gasket went. <laughs> so wait, hold on. Did you did you know something, or were you just assuming because it's? Uh, no, mini? I was just assuming. <laughs> yeah. Those those R fifty six minis are not known. Kaboom! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like you actually went there and like loosened the head just enough to like blow the gasket out. Yeah, yeah. like he doesn't. He doesn't. It was an eighth of eighth, eighth of a turn. He doesn't need this. He doesn't need this in nice his life. For... He doesn't need this project. I'm going to save him money later. Right. Let's just end right. it now. So, so the best part about this is even though we have uh, a good amount of cars right now, we've had, I don't know, probably between the four of us, a hundred different cars. Um, I think you've had a hundred different cars. So between the one of you. Between you and you. I've known you for about four years, and I think you've had like a hundred cars since I've known you. Yeah, probably. There are probably cars that I don't even know about that you like own yeah, briefly, and like you just never told anyone. Probably, yeah. You flipped through quite a few. 86% of them were Hondas. Is that true? Spoiler like, alert, everyone. No, no, no. That was that was like seven, seven, eight years ago. They were all Hondas. Uh, right, that's thirty percent Saab now. No, yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say twenty percent this year were Saab. That's that's a lot. That's a high Saab percentage. That's, that's a very good, extremely <laughs> high Saab percentage. Um, yeah, no. Like I feel like you'll have the most to talk about. I, I feel like I finally hit a consistent stable of cars. The yeah. Fiesta will hopefully be going away soon, but. 
I'm otherwise happy with it. I'm not gonna. Well, you also left out like your second chord and your that's, CRV. That's not and... mine. That's not mine. Well, I mean, no, those are mine. You paid for them. They're not mine though. No, I gave them away. Well. So no, the the cars that I rotate through, like I want to get rid of that Fiesta. I feel like that's like a whole podcast on its own. Just the adventure mm-hmm. of owning a brand new Ford Fiesta, which is I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's like it was kind of the darling of everyone. Like it was it was the funnest, cheapest car you could buy for like the hot hatchbacks. And there are a lot of concessions with that, like the interior is kind of crappy and. Ford is Ford. You know, it wasn't very cool. Like, you couldn't do a lot to it. Like, the bolt pattern's 4x108 on the Ford Fiesta. Like, they're nowhere. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Um, super fun to drive, though. It's like a front-wheel drive Miata, right? But mine hit 26... So, no. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you, you, come on, you no, drove it. No, go on. Go on. You drove it. No, it was just me stopping Andre before you could oh, go ahead and say anything. Oh, that dude. that no wasn't to you. That I thought was... you were stopping me. I'm like, uh-oh. No, no, that, that no was put on that. Understood. <laughs> um, yeah, but mine hit 26,000 miles, and it's just been so unreliable since. Like, it's just problem after problem after problem. So I think it's just, I don't know, 2017 was a bad year for Fiestas, because, like, I've heard about other people having these problems, and... I don't know. I'm I'm sick of it because like I'd probably keep that car longer just as a daily driver, but it's not even good at that anymore. You know, so I dropped you. I dropped Drew off at the airport, and like on the way back home, it stopped making boost. Like just just randomly, no more, no more boost. We're done. I'm like this is still practically a brand new car, so that's a bummer. But all right, well Nick, you went to SEMA recently. Should we transition over to that? Because I feel like there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot to talk about. I'm just running through really quick. Everybody's daily normally has a daily driver and a project here. Then Drew just has more projects, less daily. Drew has no yeah. dailies. Uh, no, it's Land Rover or the ZHP. I feel like those are still both kind of projects. No, I don't. I, I don't really touch right. those. Well, you did get the ZHP painted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that was yeah. kind of a big move. Yeah, there's like two cars funny. here that have been painted. So. Yeah, I also got the S2000 painted because uh i had some ricaros fall on the passenger side fender which sucked always the ricaros yeah Bummer. i would blame them every time that's the whole reason why you bought that what was a gli or uh, no i well yeah gli interior oh yeah uh, are you talking about like the the mark ii that i had forever ago yeah, yeah. would you say arguably that was the worst <clears throat> car you've ever owned no what, what was the worst <laughs> what was the worst car then <laughs> Sorry. Andre, what was the worst car that I ever owned? Is this recording? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, this is a fun game before we go into SEMA. Yeah. What's the worst car? Can we just for every person like yeah. we'll go around the table? You tell me my worst car. I'll take tell Nick his worst car. Yeah. It's 92 Miata. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> so what, what was the worst car I ever owned? Uh, well, you said it so definitively, so you must have had one in mind. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I, think I, I feel like hear. the Ti probably. Uh, yeah. What? That's fair. Well, the no. Ti was the worst shape. So yeah. I had, I had a 1998 318 Ti. It. I, sorry, I, I have to interject. I, I, I don't understand that one bit because. Every time he tried driving that freaking Volkswagen, it would smoke or blow up. It went to the mechanic like 30 different times. Like, yeah, the TI was rusty and well, it sucked. Took it, he took it to an incompetent mechanic. That's not his fault. That's no. the mechanic's fault for sucking. It was the previous owner took it to a incompetent mechanic, and then, like, that thing. Either way, I drove it. It drove 
beautifully. What, my Mark II? Yeah. Really? That car was a dream. You remember mm. how you had to shift it into <laughs> second to get into first? It was a 30-year-old car. Sure, it's going to have quirks. That was a pretty big quirk. Yeah, okay, Doug. No, <laughs> that's a pretty normal, like, that's just a thing. Yeah. It's just a thing that's that happens. You not just, a thing. No, it's a... A, well, I mean, I, I guess for for those listening who don't, it's a Volkswagen. Know. You got to start with like a higher <laughs> threshold of broken. <laughs> that was a pretty high threshold. Like that no. was, that thing was bad. Well, okay. So anyway. the biggest problem with that car, it was a uh, I forget what year was that an eighty nine. I thought yeah. it was a 90. Maybe it was a 90. For some reason, I don't want to say 91. But it was a big bumper. No, yeah. I thought it was a because the Volvo was a 91. That's right, yeah. So it was a 91. Oh, I forgot about that car. Yeah. No, the Volvo was a 90, so yeah. It was a 91. It was, it was 91 yeah. sounds right. Anyway, it was a big bumper Mark II Jetta GLI. Uh, I picked it above a guy who's very clearly from New Jersey and not afraid to hide it at all. New he Jersey. told me He told me about his adventures in the backseat in great detail. Um, it was fantastic. But I got it cheap. And I don't know, I just thought it was cool. Like, I was just looking for another project. And this thing turned out to be, like, the biggest mechanical nightmare I think I, anyone could own. Because of the... I owned it for about a year, believe it or not. I don't know if you guys remember, like, the length of time I had it. How many times did you see it? Me? I probably saw it... Twice? No. Um, <laughs> probably about seven, eight times. A couple over at Michael's, and then uh, I specifically remember when... I, I don't know. It was, no, it was like Valvis. Oh, was did you drive it to my old house? And yeah. that's why I had to follow you up. And then yeah. it would just like smoke everywhere. It was it was pretty bad. <laughs> that was that was a great great experience. Anyway, the the long and short of it is, I uh, I tried to drive it to Vegas, and uh, no, I made it to Vegas. I tried yeah. to drive it back mm-hmm. home from Vegas, and about halfway to the middle of nowhere, it decided it was done. And the fuel pump had died, but as it turns out, like we started digging through the fuel system, and someone had used vacuum hose to rebuild the entire fuel system. So all of that like burnt up rubber was going to this. It had mechanical fuel injection, so it had this like fuel distributor in the front, and it got gummed up and just destroyed it. And like every attempt to fix it after that was just like everything was bad, and it wasn't. Did working. you get a new distributor? On yeah, it? I did. But like the injectors or those weird like threaded mm-hmm. injectors, those were all ruined. Like everything was ruined up and mm-hmm. downstream, and so like after a certain point, it just wasn't worth it. The car wasn't that cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. After it broke down for that first time, every time I tried to fix it after that, it broke down immediately again. Mm-hmm. To the point where, like, one point I thought I had it fixed. I went down to Drew's old house. We're, like, leaving. I fuel it up, and halfway back home, it was, like, undrivable. I was, like, there was a little roundabout. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where I was trying to, like, get it to clear itself. So I went to this roundabout. I was just doing laps in this roundabout while Drew's following me, trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, it was, it was just <laughs> dumping smoke everywhere. It was... Everywhere. It, it, it was in front of a gated community. It was, like, a roundabout. So there's this <laughs> Turbo S2000, this, like, straight pipe, and this little Jetta just smoking everywhere, just doing hot laps on this little <laughs> roundabout in front of the... <laughs> And I'm sitting here swearing up a storm inside the Mark II and just drew... I don't know. You were riding with Wes, I think, our friend yeah. Wes. I could just see in the rearview mirror they're, like, laughing. And I'm, like, miserable as hell. <laughs> that I, was, I would never do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think you guys were in tears. <laughs> we, we were sobbing. We, we felt so bad for uh-huh. you. Yeah. So that, that, that... I feel like that was the worst car I ever owned, but I guess Andre feels differently. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's fair. She has another podcast. I don't want to tell that story right now. It's too, yeah. too fresh. Three yeah. years is not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Are we still going to do this? Yeah, uh, let's you, do this. You want to hear your worst car, Nick? Yeah. Let's I never it. saw this car, but just visually because it wasn't in my taste. I don't love the Lancer. I would, I would agree with 
Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the cars you had, though, like if you think about it, because it was automatic. Oh, well, you guys just didn't know the cars beforehand. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, but but yeah. the, were the cars beforehand even like enthusiast cars? Very. I had an Integra. Oh, did you? Yeah. You oh, shake up that. How much did you spend on the body kit for Lancer? <laughs> I'd like to put those memories out of out of uh, out of my head. Uh, I don't know a substantial amount. How, how much would you say? The kit itself was cheap. <laughs> yeah, yes it was. How much was the kit? I think like 800 bucks or something. New or used? New. How'd that fit? Poorly. <laughs> but, but after the body work, perfectly. And I just remember constantly, Andre would try to get people to hate on it at every show. <laughs> and then nobody would agree with him and he would get upset. Everybody, so how much nobody has good kit? taste. Huh? How much was this body kit? I like 800 bucks on, but I think... Oh, to get the body kit done? I think it was like 1800 two grand to that's put the bad. kit on. Oh, that's not bad. For some reason, I thought it was like eight grand installed. Oh, oh hell no. Hell, fuck no. No, 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 no. <clears throat> that escalation didn't come into yeah, the no. Miata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No body kit, 14 grand. <laughs> not quite that bad, but... Yeah, if you count the detail and the paint, yep. Okay. I'm at 14K. Yeah. Um... But well, no, it's uh yeah no I could see that probably being I the just, worst. I figured because like I don't know the other ones I can write off any like college crappy car you know just as transportation. <laughs> but I'm talking about like it was an automatic Lancer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. hell yeah. And like the CBT. Lancers. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. But like the Lancers Woo. themselves, like the base models, like if you're getting outside of Evo, they're not yeah. great enthusiast cars anyway. I'll, I'll have to back up on how that vehicle came to be though. Uh, was I owned a Kia Optima, which is probably why I hate. Uh, Kia and Hyundai pretty predominantly uh, but I own like an O2 Kia Optima it was a gold black wheels would die on me died on me on the way back home and I ended up pushing my car into Hobby Lobby parking lot and eating my hot wings from Barrows that day uh, in the parking lot because that car was just dead so I had to get the car the very next day just I needed to buy a car so I'd never bought a new car before so I walked onto the lot and whatever anybody would sell a guy with like no credit at the time <laughs> That's Mitsubishi. <laughs> and Mitsubishi was like, mm, somebody's here. Gotcha. Uh, it's either that or like a Chevy dealership. Those were the only two that were talking oh, to me. Man, you could have ended up in an Aveo. No way it would be in Cobalt or uh, Sonic. Cavalier. Oh, so was, was that the Sonic the Cobalt then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Chevy Sonic. Uh, so now that's... That would have been kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. Uh, so yeah, no, I went ahead and uh, picked up that car the very next day and, and ran for a while. Uh, I think that car lasted two years and then i paid to get rid of it nice like i sold it and then the guy paid me and i also paid the credit union at the same time oh uh, yeah and went you can go now and right. he's like oh oh i got a deal i'm like sure uh <laughs> then sold that so now i could definitely see that being as one of the worst i just know? i look at like from an enthusiast perspective i call that one as being the worst because like oh it was automatic and like 90s not, yeah. fast and the furious right. oh hell yeah. yeah so like and the miatas are cooler so so funny story about that i remember being um <laughs> look every time you say 16. that on andre's face is just like a twinge i was i was 16 and um at the time i needed a car and i remember going to uh the Mich- mishibishi dealership and just seeing this yellow 
Lancer, OZ Rally. I'm like, oh, that car must be Was so it like an fast. Evo 2 when you were 16? Uh, no, I think it was their first one. <laughs> but uh, no, I just remember like drooling over that car. I'm like, oh, dude, that, if I got that, that car would be so fast. Thank God I didn't get that thing. But uh, That would have been cool when you're 16. Yeah, when you're 16, yeah. it would have been that cool. Instead, I got car. a lovely 1991 Honda Civic. Oh, I'm sure that was a blistering speed rocket. Oh, you have no idea. What is it? The thing about those is... The, the, <laughs> well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a CB7, so... Only CB7s are fast. We all know this. So, no, I think, yeah, I, I would agree on that. Probably yeah. the best call. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. Like, I mean, I know you put a lot of love into that, but I think out of the enthusiast lineup, that's probably... I, I was expecting right. Squareback, but that never launched. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was, was never blip. officially a full car. That was so cool, though. It was licensed in my name. It, it still is. Well, <laughs> you might want to undo that. I might want to undo that. Um, Nudies. Yeah. No, I <laughs> two years later. Uh, I'll, I'll let you guys pick Andre as the worst car. I don't mm, know. Likes to sell his 400. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows too, that's incorrect. <laughs> um, I actually kind of want to flip it on Andre. I want to know what Andre thinks his worst car was. The 540. No, so see, his most recent why, uh, why, why would you say that that's... Oh, because the engine exploded. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, so it still I'm, runs. I'm, I'm, I'm you make that sound that. like it's a bad thing. That's what, what I was hoping for. So the irony in that is I want to buy like 20 of those, and every time you're like, don't buy that car, it's a piece of crap. Don't buy that car. It's a piece of crap. Goes out so then you exactly. go out and find the most modded one out there. You're like, this is a car for me. I think I think he was trying to prove a point. <laughs> it's, be, it's because I hate money and myself. No, I think you, you... Did you not just want to end this discussion with Drew for good? He's like, all right, he won't stop bringing it up. I'm going to show him how bad these are. Like, dude, I hear these things are great. I hear poor man's <laughs> M5. I can't afford an M5. Be a great idea. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Valve guides. Valve seals. Whatever. Timing chain. Timing chain. Timing chain. Engine, everything, bad. I'm gonna go buy one. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a supercharged one. But to be fair, it is cool though. I love it. Fair, it's a yeah. really cool car. It's a really sweet lawn ornament. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have a lawn. So. Do you wish you would bought M5 instead? I, I do it. No, because <laughs> that would be an even more expensive broken because engine. Because then he couldn't have the license plate M5 Light if he had a real <laughs> M5. Uh, but no, like. Hey, what's your second worst car, Andre? Because I didn't expect you to go to your newest one so fast. Yeah, we're going to ignore that one. That one's going to be around a while. I hope. Um, yeah, just because it's going to be broken in my garage. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Oh. Um, second worst? This is a lot of dead air, Andre. I, d- I don't know. Really? Uh, what was that Jesus? terrible looking thing you had in Ohio? <laughs> you had her in high school. Oh, the ES four or ES three hundred. Oh yeah, yeah the car. Camry. Yeah, I love that car. Speaking of which, hang on, can we pause for a second? Because on the way to our uh, <laughs> studio, Andre, we did not tell you this story. Studio. Uh, on on the way here, we saw what, what the <clears throat> most bizarre thing. What did you say? It was like a 2012 Toyota Camry. No, I'd say 14. Yeah, like 14. 14. It's a new body, so yeah. The Adelite. And suddenly we just hear tires screeching for like, I don't know, a solid 30 seconds. And this Camry just lit them up. Just sitting at the stoplight and then launched. V6, man. Thing up <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. All of us were like, was that the Camry? Yeah, I mean, all you heard was tire and you're like... <laughs> I was like looking Not for plural. Them. Tire. <laughs> of course. It was, just, it was so strange. So Okay, so your ES300, is that what you're saying? No, I love mm. that car. Um... Well, of course you're going to love it. Right. 
I really well, thought you were is... gonna say the Evo, but no, no, no. The Mark the Evo III. was an awesome car. Or you I just had it for too long. Oh, yeah. The yeah. quality of your Lancer by the time it got dropped off was pretty piss poor, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> the trim was in the back for how long, and your rear fenders were widened with, I believe, a hammer. No, they were done right. They were fixed. I they were fixed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, the, but the body was notched. Yeah, the, so that was yeah, like notched on purpose or accident. On purpose. Yeah. Define notched. Like, like I ground out a notch from my axle, oh. so it wouldn't hit the body. And then, it was dirt, nasty, low dirt. Yeah, nasty. Uh, Andre used to be a tilty wheel guy. Uh, oh. Before he, he went, still is at heart. I still am at heart. I just before he went to work with LS four hundred. Because I'm an adult or something. Hey, I'm surprised you haven't bagged that Lexus. He will never. He'll yeah. never do that. No. Maybe the E39. Feel like Lord Qualified. What, what was that guy's Fork, name? Farquhar. Farquhar. <laughs> we. I. I want to tell that story. Can I tell that story? Sure. Because it's gonna come up, and I feel like we need to introduce this at the first podcast because it's such a consistent joke with us. <laughs> we. I put together these cruises every once in a while, and it's just uh, we we take the we're in Arizona for those three people listening outside of the state who don't know who we are. Um, hi mom look we put on these She's drives we go to the back roads Usually your mom just already a... stopped listening oh, yeah. Yeah, so my mom can't even understand any of this we, uh, we, we go on these back roads drives and usually it's just us but for th- this one I decided let's just invite some outside people friends of friends got invited and this kid shows up in I don't know it was a, like a 1993 LS 400 it looked yeah. like he removed the springs, but he was still on stock wheels with the bald tires. And, like, it would stall every time he tried to put it into drive. So it looked like it was manual swapped, but actually it was just broken. <laughs> and the entire drive, these were, like, normal roads. And I'm watching him, like, dart from lane to lane because, like, it was jumping all over the place and any slight pebble in the road, he was terrified to hit. Well, I mean, it wasn't normal roads. It was a little bit of canyon carving. Not crazy, but... Um, but there's no reason. Yeah, I mean, that, you know. that's pretty... But the roads were... Yeah, the roads were pretty But he good. was like, canyon carving. He was yeah. jumping lane to lane on, like, the flat surface streets. So, yeah. like, this is how poorly set up this car was. And the only way to describe this guy is, like... He had the most baller bowl cut. (laughs) (laughs) This man paid extra for just like a premium bowl cut. And we we nicknamed him Lord Farquaad because he just vaguely remembered or like looked like Farquaad from the Shrek. I just remember Oliver walking up and being like, this guy, this guy pipes. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He, He brought his buddy who also had a Miata, so Nick bonded with him. Um, They're no, still best not. friends. They talk every day on Instagram. <laughs> uh, at one point, the LS, I see the LS400. It's a double yellow. And the Miata, this is like a Smurf blue Miata. You remember? Yeah. No, I, I remember and that box. And he pulls up next. And so now the Miata is going against traffic, against, you know, past the double yellow. And it was so the passenger in the Miata could reach out and, like, hold hands with the person driving the LS400, Lord Farquaad. And so I see them, like, reaching across... While there's oncoming traffic coming. I mean, and I guess in their defense, they were like 16. They were doing heart hands, actually. Like, one. Was that what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd like to so talk about a commercial. It was Sorry, so no free advertisement. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> but still delicious. Blue Apron, hit us up. Um, look, it was the most bizarre thing I had ever seen on a drive. Like, they were just mm-hmm. all over the road. It was dangerous. And we finally got to Jerome. We went to Jerome, Arizona. And I think everyone had about had it with them. Mm-hmm. So we kind of ignored them, and they just 
disappeared. I don't know if they ever made it home because we left without them. It's okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Farquad will come up every once in a while. I think so. I think picking out most of the vehicles, we have that. Drew, the problem is picking out your worst vehicle. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. This is tough. You guys can put in a vote. I think it'd be easier to pick out his best vehicle. Yeah, I think it would be. Of those. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> He looks so offended. Hey um, now. Hey now. I don't know. I, I feel like your your Porsches are, are hmm. not the worst, but they are seriously gimped. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they got that red one was not great. <laughs> the body kit didn't fit. It had a Volkswagen engine. The interior was sweet. I'll give it that. That's and by so body quick. kit didn't fit, you mean it was wide bodied. But with narrow body wheels. No, yeah. So it had narrow body <laughs> wheels on it still. So I ended up buying. Uh, oh, oh no! Space real real quick, is, is this is this the the worst car? Before I, I go into be. detail. Mm, okay. What what, 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 what tops? Well, it's another Porsche. of space. See, like here's the problem. It's all Porsches with you. Uh, so it was the Porsche that I had to load for you when you were out of town that you uh, sold. Yeah. Yeah. Like you guys didn't see this. No, that, that, thing ran, had, that thing ran really well. That thing was a riot. The maroon one? Yeah, it had like a it had like twenty one eighty in it or like a twenty three thirty two. Was that the one that only had three wheels? What? Didn't you buy like a nine fourteen that only had three wheels? Oh, <laughs> like how? Come no, it, it had four have, wheels. Did it? No, I remember they you just need to buy one. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're yeah, because right. it only came <laughs> with three wheels. You bought a Porsche with only three wheels on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd yeah. the fourth one go? Uh, the guy borrowed a set of wheels. I guess he couldn't, he couldn't find like. The other wheel, and I'm like, mm. okay, I'll take it anyways. Mm. So, all right, mm. fair. yeah. So I mean, like, I'll settle in on the on the red Porsche with the body kit. Oh yeah, <laughs> just stick with the body kit, brothers. I think the sad part is that was like your favorite car up until uh, the year Yeah, but there there were issues about it. Like, um, it's short. It was a short wheelbase car, so it was a six six nine twelve. Uh, it had a decent motor in it, actually, for what it was. It was a 1915 VW motor. Mm. So it... Flexed in 40 horsepower. Oh, Oof. maybe 45. Oh. Um, Di- dyno test? Let me see the dyno sheet, or else, like, <clears throat> nah, I don't believe you. But, um... <laughs> I wrote in that thing. Let's see. The interior was nice. Yeah, no, I agree. Which was cool, but the biggest issue was, like, the wide body wasn't terrible, but... Yes, it was. The fact that they put a long wheelbase, uh body kit on a short wheelbase car made it where where the tires would never ever line up and be centered in the wheel well if you don't know i think it was either 69 or 70 they extended the axle two inches on 911s because uh they basically snap and you know with old tires they kill people could, could you uh could you go ahead and uh drop that rear suspension appropriately uh with the torsion arm would that come out the hole it's supposed to mm, no, no. <laughs> kind of need a hole there <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I, I um, whoever, whoever did that body kit as well they didn't cut holes for the torsion bar arms to come out so uh you're stuck with whatever spring rate that was and <laughs> which um, was too stiff as i recall yeah and they had a turbo whale tail on it when i got it which was just so stupid so stupid we um, sold it with that it's still on the car yeah you know no he uh i sold my deck lid with it too did you uh, yeah okay. um i feel like i saw it was still the whale yeah tail. no he's 
putting a lot of money into it. Hopefully he, he doesn't listen to this, but um, well, I mean, I think feel like he bought yeah. it, understanding it yeah. was an ugly duckling, and also he yeah. bought it. That's his problem now. Yeah, yeah. true story. Some I mean, guy bought my lantern. Not <laughs> the end of the day, like there's some. Yeah, the reason I got rid of it is because the wheels would never fit right in the wheel well, and that would drive me absolutely insane. Well, and um, also like you could undo it, like you could put narrow body quarters and stuff, but the cost is just absurd. Yeah, so. yeah. Believe me, I know because I need to buy quarter panels for my 2002. <laughs> there was something else on that car that was like just stupid. I can't. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember um, when I got it? It had giant. I mean, giant meaty monster wheel tires. Like this thing was fully oh, like the nose rake. Like, it, it, like, it looked like uh, old American hot rod. Yeah, yeah. It like looked... somebody wanted to build a '66 Camaro instead of a '66. <coughs> yeah, I thought I had a small block Chevy in it. <laughs> yeah, which actually would have been. I might have kept it then. That would have been. <laughs> Were you but, trying yeah. to stuff a Subaru motor in there at some yeah. point? Yeah, I, I still think about that with the new one, too. But the only here's the big flaw with that. The, the Subaru, Subaru part? part. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't like the way RS front bumpers look, and that's the only front bumper that you can run because you have to run three radiators, one in each wheel well, and then one in the front of the car. There's a really cool, uh, really nice guy out of California. He did the whole swap. It's really reliable. He dailies it to work. And um, I think his Instagram name is like 912RSDI or STIR, I don't know, something like that. But um, it's it's worth checking out. It's, you know, he makes 330 horsepower in a 912, but it's just that RS front pupper. I don't like the look of it. And so, well, and also, I feel like it takes a hang up. Yeah. Well, he did it like completely bolt in. So, like, bolt on. So that way. He didn't cut any of the car. It has he did it. Cutting, like I just, I feel like if you're gonna own an, an old air-cooled Porsche, like your whole point of it was like getting the flat six and everything like that. The Subaru motor feels like a really weird band-aid on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, I don't know. To me, it seems like it'd be the evolved version of uh, what the 912 would have been if they would have continued if making it. If they never it. came to their senses and discontinued it. Yeah. Right. Uh, if they're like, oh, no, we got enough people that can buy an element now. Right. Um, I, it's just, it always felt like the car was comfortable. Because that was a continuation of the 356 originally. Uh, no, so, well, the engine was. So basically... Right. They had a bunch of leftover 356 engines, right? So no, like, uh, basically people came to the dealership and they're like, dude, this 20 grand more, you know, is so much more expensive for the 911 that was for the 356 mm-hmm. it was a huge jump and basically the compromise was we'll take a 911 body and we'll stuff a 356 motor in there because we can develop them for really cheap we already have you know they've been making them for 15 years by that point where it was really expensive for them to make the um 911 motors so you have a costco 911 yeah kirkland yeah. Yes. All right, that's, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just put a six cylinder in it. Uh, we can even call it like Great Value brand for a so Let's find you like a two three, like even the worst, worst 911 motor. Mm. Just put that in there. Mm. I, I, I like that mm. plan better than the Subaru, but that's just me. Whatever. I don't like how the Subaru engines sound, like that okay. rumble. All you, you got to do is put equal length headers on there and it goes away. Yeah, well, okay. Are you yeah. going to do that? Yeah, because you'd have to build a customer exhaust. You don't have to. There's tons of room back there, isn't there? Because it's just hanging off the bottom. I'm shaking my head. 
<laughs> that really translates well. That translates well. Yeah. All right. Well, unfortunately, it looks like your red nine twelve was. Yeah. No, that's fine. Huh? I could probably drowl off a but couple I, other ones, but I feel like that was the worst best one. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Because it was like the best worst one. You mean? Yeah. I, I think it's no. Because it was like it was a good card. Like it had good bones. Yeah. But like just the everything about it. Yeah. Was like, because, like, I, I thought when we jumped back to mine, I thought you were going to say my 2002 was the worst car that yeah. I ever purchased, which I, I sometimes I feel like. So, real quick, one of the things that I think would be super cool in your car is if you took the new turbocharged, turbocharged Hurst Power <laughs> four-cylinder motor out of uh, the new BMWs and then put that in there because then you kind of keep the same weight and it'd be kind of continuation of the original spirit of the car. Yes, those motors kind of have no soul, though. Like, they don't sound very good. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't, like... They're not really a performance motor at all. It's not like the M20 is either, but the M20 sounds fantastic, so it kind of makes it up. Does it? Yeah. If you like inline sixes, I do. I know it's not for everyone. Very raspy. But I think with your vehicles, the reason why it's difficult to pick one and why I think you're right on saying it's the best worst is because you've had so many damn oh, vehicles dude. that yeah. there's a slew of things you've brought back that are like, that's a bad idea. Yeah, but they all kind of end up working out they do which i don't understand but uh no so i think that makes sense mm. all right, all right. Well, easy enough all right so we've we've successfully shit on everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. good right. start yeah cool that's a great way to do this i like picking worst cars yeah maybe next podcast we'll do next worst car or just pick on andre's yeah. e39 for like I an mean, hour and a half we could literally I'm just uh, we we have so many great stories from buying cars, just some of the adventures along the way, That'd you know, some of the road trips. Um, my my two BMWs are connected at the hip. We can, yeah, like oh, that's that's, that's a great a story. Bizarre story, yeah, yeah. Um, do we? How how are we doing on time? I know that's not kosher to say on the air, but I haven't been paying attention. As um, <laughs> he checks, forty one minutes. Forty one minutes. Okay, we got time. Yeah. Well. Uh, why don't we jump over to SEMA because that is something we had planned to talk about yeah, in the first yeah. episode and uh, the only person who went here was Nick so this Nick, guy Nick is going to be our eyes and ears on the ground and he, he brought us back some highlights that we're going to argue about yeah of course I feel like none of us actually have the same taste in cars no not at all uh, but looking across SEMA for those that never been can't go the experience is just wild average walking 13 miles a day uh, to go ahead and kind of just I apologize. 13 uh, miles a day is your average. You're going through all these different booths. It's just such an international affair, though, that you're on a tram and everybody's speaking a different language. It's all nuts to butts, and you're meeting people you didn't know from other countries. Yeah, it is a very tight, busy tram ride on the way over there. The whole thing, because I went last year, and I remember, I don't know if maybe it was different this year, but the whole show floor was just, like, it's overcrowded. It's Which one? Overcrowded. All of them. Yeah. It's overcrowded. It's insane. Uh, that's one of my favorites. We'll talk about that in a moment. We're looking at the Toyo Tire 190 right now. Yeah, so Toyo comes to town every single time. I think it's SEMA. Just trying to bring the quality out there. Uh, they had a little bit of everything uh, just from across the board. Uh, A86s. You're looking at the Porsche Speedsters that they had there uh, that were built one-off were, were great. Uh, the G-Wagon that was slammed, uh, it was great to see the different approaches. A younger audience was great. Uh, older audiences were going, what is this? It's fantastic. Uh, Slam G-Wagon. <laughs> because it, it's the only thing that makes any sense. No one off-roads like a G63. Do no. 
Well, like ninety percent of them, I'm sure. Are. No. Yeah. Most of them. No, absolutely nobody does. Right. Some of them live on dirt roads. <laughs> I saw a brown one today. Is that because the property that was so far up that they have to? Yeah, it's yeah. so far up in the in the hills <laughs> that it's a dirt road. Right. Is they going to Malibu and their driveways dirt? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I definitely think the Toyo booth uh, was probably one of the favorite areas. I mean. We were at the Toyo booth constantly. For those that saw the Lean Customs pins that came out for the Toyo booth, we made sure to get those while we were there. So favorite things out of the SEMA, the Toyo booth, uh, would probably be the Mercedes, the, the W190. Uh, uh, what? Wait, W190? You mean 190E? 190E, yeah. sorry. I was like, what? Uh, so keep going. A Doesn't that have an LS in it? I think it does. Uh, well, that would be the only thing that makes any sense. Well, like I, two I oddly like that six series uh, the with the wide body. Now, for those the who panda. can't see what we're yeah. looking at, yeah, it's a it's a gray wide body. But like, so it kind of fits terribly though. But yeah, well, that's just a pandem. Here's what's crazy to me about that 190 because like, there's such a cool looking car, and that competed with what the E30. Yep. Like we see E30s everywhere. Like it's just you can't escape them. Not clean anymore. Well, no, there's a, like, even at SEMA there was a couple no. like brand new. Uh, 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 Battle of the Builders, yeah, there was that E30 white body one. green crazy LS swap, amazing headers on it. Now, the thing was I think they probably took away from the Mercedes a little bit as people started pointing out a little bit different. Like there's no uh, actual hose clamps connecting any of the intake tubing mm, together yeah. or anything else. So they're like, but as so it was like a roller. As with most, a lot of SEMA builds, they don't actually drive, I right. think, there. And that's like uh, that one 2002 that CA Tune brought in there with the, is that S2000 motor or was it M20 back in the day? It was an M20. And it's, yeah. I think, still rolling around that way. Yeah. I think it will never run. Yeah. It's really disappointing. It's, I don't, I'm not even sure, like, it's set up in a way that it could be run, like, the way that, because we saw that car a couple of years ago in person. I'm like, I took photos of the entire mm-hmm. engine bay, for, like, from my own. Nothing is lined up in a way that yeah. would make it like there's no plumbing, there's nothing in there. So, yeah, it's really disappointing because I, I liked that car a lot, and, and that's why I was going through 2002s. And mm. then I, I thought that was a huge disappointment. It's really bizarre because apparently that M20 in that thing is like a beast, it's like a three point something liter M20, you know. So, it's like huge. If you're gonna dump that much money in the engine, let's make it run. Like, that thing should shred some tires. But. If uh, if ever I build a car that's never gonna run, I'm just gonna lie and say it's fully built right i mean yeah. it, it sort of feels because you just dump like an e-motor in at that point and no one will know the difference so now talking this was one of my favorites if you want to stay on that one right there oh, uh, before we, we who, jump because i, I really want to like why do we not see one more 190es i don't know i was thinking that yeah. myself because they there less of them made there was yeah. a lot of them i think it's because they like they most of them were automatic and like they weren't cared for most maybe. of them were automatic a lot of them weren't i mean the majority it's so hard to find one that was actually like cosworth Tuned, but even like base built, models, because like people but, mess around with base model E30s constantly. Mm-hmm. I would love to do uh, base model and just like yeah, but find do one. the whole like DTM kit. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. But like if I hop onto Facebook Marketplace right now and I look for an E30, I'll find like six or seven for them for sale in our area right Jamie, now. Jamie, can you pull that up? <laughs> <laughs> if I look for a 190E, like there's there's gonna be like maybe one or two tops, and like they're gonna be beat or they're gonna be way overpriced. Have you ever tried DTM? Oh, God. <laughs> um, Body kits, you know, for the 190. Yeah, I just, I don't yeah. understand. I feel like it's such a cooler car than an E30. And I've owned E30s. I would rather have a 190E at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's just a cooler car. Yeah, yeah no, the one, it, it was a rad vehicle for sure there. Yeah. The Haka there was good as well. Uh, so it's the on. Haka? What? 
the go back. It's a it's an old skyline. The it's original skyline. Oh, yeah. yeah, that one's interesting. That's cool. That it's one's like, interesting because it's got two Jay Z in it, yep. so like it's supposed to be like sacrilege because it's not an RB. It's, nah. it's a Toyota motor. He built that in his backyard and oh. painted it in his garage. Um, he also built another car you probably saw was that Slam Jeep with an SR20 in it. Mm-mm. Yeah, he he did that a couple years ago. It's a Chen, Larry Chen did a feature on it mm-hmm. a while ago. I I, have I was trying of to cars. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find uh, 190 production numbers. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll have to find like the 190 Cosworth production numbers. No, because because we were just talking about base model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there were a ton of them, but I mean they were disposable. Yeah. So were E30s. Yeah, but and those keep coming back. Yeah. I don't understand what you're. It that's the whole comparison. I say it's a lot cheap. I, I, in it's my the, opinion, it's the three series versus the e, versus the C class. Yeah, but traditionally, BMWs are a lot cheaper to keep going than a freaking Mercedes. Are they? Yes. Are they? Again, yes. I just I, are they? Yes. Yes. I feel are like they? when we're talking about eighties too, like it doesn't make a difference. They're all so simple. Um, I, just, I don't. BMWs understand. were marketed as driver's cars yeah. whereas Mercedes were not That's or right, like yeah. enthusiast cars like the ultimate driver exactly yeah. nobody was saying that about you know 190 and so I think it, it this is all speculation on my part but no, <laughs> no. it seems so well informed and researched no it, you know if when it's an enthusiast car, you, you go out of your way to kind of save it or like you're like oh this is really fun but you know Mercedes is a brand it's kind of you look at it's more of a status symbol and stuff and so when it's older uh, you know, I don't know yeah, nobody don't buys know. nobody's buying a brand nobody's leasing a new 3 series with the thought of oh man no you're right some you're right. idiot is gonna buy this on Facebook marketplace in 30 years and slam it you're right I should keep I should take care of this thing you know right. you know I wonder. I wonder. I, I've never driven a 190, but I wonder. I am curious oh, if I've driven one like 30 uh, feet. <laughs> if the if the three worse. series was just that much better to drive. I don't know. Well, so I mean, again, could have been. This wasn't a real test drive, but I have. Uh, I have driven a manual 190e about 30 feet before the brake ceased. Yeah. See, that doesn't. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. <laughs> but I have spent a considerable amount of time behind the wheel of like a W202, which was the successor to mm-hmm. that, and I have an E36, which was the competitor. And like, just one generation up, like the E36 dynamically just dumps all over the W202. Like you know, if you were building a race car, way better. Infinitely oh, the W202 well, looks well, they substantially would. larger. No, it's the same. About the same wheelbase. Yeah. About really? the same size. Yeah. yeah, it's a C class. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, so I think BMW goes the direction of more drivers' car, right. more in like sporty, right. whereas Mercedes. Have you tried one of those 528 eyes though? (laughs) But I think that resulted in the fact that like none of them got preserved, right? So every every 190e that was built got destroyed. It's all the same crap that's under like a 550. So. So you're saying a 550 is disappointing as well? The whole brand is. Well, speaking of disappointments, we have those from SEMA as well. Uh, so, Toyo came in pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> but there was this nice segue just directly into that. Speaking uh, of disappointments. Speaking Hi, of disappointments. Uh, <clears throat> so, that actually, if you go back really quick, that Huracan ripped off the fr- almost ripped off the front bumper during the parade. Uh, oh. So, there's a video of that. Is it static? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's mm. why. <laughs> that bumper is literally think- on the carpet. I think that was set up that way, or he just didn't air up trying to be cool. Yeah, uh, so it seems more likely. 
But the kind of looking at the builds across the board again, Toyo was pretty that good. Was gross. Button had uh, a couple builds out there. Now I will say, well, I guess the yes, there was a Supra in the Toyo booth, that, but there was also fifty other Supras, so those weren't really special at SEMA. Right. It was Supra SEMA, but the Button builds, the one that was in the Toyo booth, personally, not a fan of the wrap well, on it. You got to say what it is because no one else can see what uh, we're looking at. Well, I just know it's a, a Ferrari, so you guys actually have to. It's a three fifty five with two turbos sticking out the back. Which yes. Did not oh, come yeah, brother. So it was uh, like granite wrap kind of thing, but he had this his second build, which was on the car hauler, which, again, another Ferrari, if you guys know what that one is. Yeah. 328. That thing was gorgeous. The hauler was fantastic. That whole setup outside was the spot. The hauler had nothing to do with that car, right? Like, that was someone else's car that they just parked the Ferrari. Because, like, the, the one that you like. No liked, idea. That gray Ferrari was in the Toyo booth last year. Yeah. Mm. As far as I know, they just parked it on that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. This one. Yeah. yeah. That was the one that it was there again this year. It looks mm. really sharp. So, no, but, it, it looks great. Uh, and so that's kind of what it comes into. Both the builds in general are really cool. I just wish there wasn't a wrap on the one inside the actual Toyo booth. Uh, I also don't understand why there's always like five keys hanging inside the car at all time but you guys might be able to explain that to me that i have no idea there's like literally like five ferrari keys like two hanging from the mirror two sitting on the dash like one subtle flex (laughs) subtle flex with already these are the ones you can see these are the ones (laughs) (laughs) so that that was good there um so the porsche speedster though that kind of came out from the same people that did the gallwing before uh oh man what's that shot are you talking about the He's it's based out of LA. Um, gosh, he did. He's done a lot of different. I forget his shop's name. Did he also do, do the nine twelve and mm-hmm. the yeah. original yeah. Like, always three great. five six speed? Yeah, they're always great. They're, they're so the over the top with yeah. interior and just every detail. There was just a box of cash. It's just sitting in the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's it's a super wild. Uh, build all together with it what are those those must have been they had to have been replicas so he builds like a lot of replica based cars yeah but they're just always so well well done done. uh who won again ring brothers won again uh for (coughs) battle the builders one more time uh big surprise not really but what was that what did they win with i I didn't pay enough attention this year i i I didn't pay attention it Obviously, it was clean. I, I walked past it, but as with many things at SEMO, you walk right past without actually sure. ever being able to fully see some things. Yeah. Uh, disappointments, though, kind of coming across SEMA. Uh, well, every bro dozer out in the parking lot's a disappointment. Yeah, that's a throwaway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that so doesn't that, count. That's a throwaway. The, the bees for build uh, build was a, a major disappointment, uh, in my opinion. Just that what did they bring? It, oh, my goodness. So, uh, Andre, why don't you describe this thing? <laughs> it um it's an it's an LS swapped wide bodied Huracan ma- oh, manual Huracan. Mm. I can't watch uh I, I watched the couple of the YouTube that, videos for that. No, that's, that's not, not touch <laughs> it. <laughs> so we just watched Drew poke his monitor a few times trying to touch it and it's not a touch screen. So yeah. is that white hurricane there? Yeah, yeah. So aside from styling, because that's that's subjective. Um, this. It, yeah, yeah. There you go. It that's was, a great angle on it. It was so like styling is subjective. If you don't like the way it looks, that's whatever. Right. Some people like it. Some people don't. My gripe with this is, 
um, which is my biggest gripe with all SEMA things. It, it was put together very poorly. Oh, I thought you were going to say your biggest gripe is the fact that it's in the new Corvette. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he, built, he built the world's first C8. Yeah, right. Um, it No, it's just, like if you watch uh, videos of not his videos of it, but just people like walking past it and like, you know, showing it on their phones. Uh, the wrap is done poorly. The 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 uh, welds are meh. like it's just not great. Yeah, he cuts a yeah. lot of corners, which I get. It's right. it's mostly for the like the SEMA hype and the YouTube. Like that's his income. With the clout, but sure, and the, like that's cool. Like if the but but the that's my biggest grip with SEMA is like all those cars that you know Bluetooth drive shafts and and all that like. Why build it if it's not gonna like why why so why are you spending all this energy on making a subpar thing? One of the things I would say, um, there's definitely two schools to it. From I've only been there once. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert. Um, no, but we we but, like see enough of the information yeah. that I feel like we can comment on it. Yeah, what what I would say is there's two thoughts of it. Like part of it's this, it's like the wide body. Hard, hardcore like modification make things look as um, outrageous as possible but then when you go and you look at like old school classic cars will look like a stock Bel Air you know 1955 whatever and then you actually <laughs> look at the paint and it's like you can see your soul no, inside the paint and but so like good. if you if you want a wide body of your car, that's great. Just do it well. Just yeah. do it well. I don't well, think I don't think most of these builds build, do that though because, because like that's my yes, that's yeah. the thing is SEMA is just a bunch of YouTuber clout. Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like the guys that are building these old school hot rod these old school hot rod shops. No, because you know people, they're doing it right. There's people building new school. Um there's a yellow Supra. I know. Oh, wow. 2018? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19? 20, yeah, 2018. 20? Yes. 2015 Supra. <laughs> 21? Um, the Z4. There was, there was one well-built Supra at SEMA. It was a yellow. It was Is a this a BMW yellow. ever? No, it's a Dinky booth. It was a bright yellow on some, like, 20s or 21s or something. It was built by Sadistic. Uh, properly built car because it's a they are a proper shop. Um, Are you talking or, about this new one right here? No, it was like bright green. What year is it? It's 2013. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> is it a new one or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. a bri- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's I mean, like, how can you say no. that that's going to be built no, wrong, though? Because it's that, pretty much brand new. No, no, oh, there was a one. lot built wrong of that. Like that whole purple monstrosity. Did they do a facelift on? So they're backdated Supra? It's a facelift Z4. Uh, no, it was like a it was like a highlighter yellow. Just look up Sadistic Ironworks uh, Supra. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be way easier than Yellow Supra Sema, <laughs> because there was a few of those. God, you know, I know we're no budget Joe Rogan podcast, but we got budget Jamie. Uh, he, he got dyslexic Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, though, that's why Battle of the Builders there though can be fantastic. There is that quality that's coming on. Uh, all right. Jamie can't spell sadistic. Uh, so Jamie's dyslexic. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> no, and and that's where it comes into fact. So like the Battle of the Builders, why the Ring Brothers win, and why there's other great builds across the way. The Honda S800 that was out there, Brown Sugar, a lot of these other great vehicles that were out there. Uh, yeah, that's it was the Camaro then for this year uh, that ended up winning. Um, but 
all together, it's again looks are subjective. All right. So uh, other than looks build, on that, build quality. Okay, build build quality. Build quality. So they riveted. Oh, they phone. riveted it. Back the right now. That's the one you're referencing. Yeah, that car was built well. It, for all those who just uh, looked at it, uh, or. Didn't well, okay. see it. So Nick's face just like cringed. I couldn't. Was it wrapped? That's a, yeah. I, I'm assuming it, it was, was wrapped. wrapped. We actually yeah, saw it outside of Aria because it yeah, would it, it was, would it was, move every day. Yeah. Uh, so, so it could actually drive. Yeah. So no, it could actually drive. But <laughs> so, so that's already one point. <laughs> and, and that, as far as a lot of the supers were built, yes, no, that was done well for a, a super. It was being done. There was 50 of them, so there was right. a few of those Again. that were. Well, I don't so much mean the supra, but it's just a, a build that was like. Yeah, that's like the PPG booth is out of control. If you yeah. ever want to oh, yeah. see like just amazingness, you walk into the PPG booth and you're just like, okay, like this is this is absolutely gorgeous, and they all run and everything else. So it's uh, that's where you get it in. A lot of it's cloud. A lot of it's where people were like, I want to build this, then they don't start in time, and then they're just like slap it together yeah. to get it to go, and that's where you look at the bees for build. And I got called out for taking photos of the poor wrap job. Um, by the guy I was with. Uh, so, what's really interesting about that is like what you're talking about is people come out with these really ambitious ideas, and then they try and slap it together. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I know the show uh, Gas Monkey Gar- yeah. Garage gets a lot mm-hmm. of crap. I have a lot of respect for the fact that they didn't just try and hammer that car out for the sake of hammering it out. Like they brought a roller, they're like, "Yeah, this thing's gonna be here next year." Yep. We thought yeah. we'd get done this year. They do pretty good work for yeah. the most part. The cars that I've seen in person from them have always been pretty solid. I saw the Hot Wheels Corvette. That thing's insane. Yeah. The, the yeah. gold. That was out Midas, there as well. Yeah. Midas Monkey or something. The Midas Monkey's yeah. out there. So, no, it's it's definitely good there. Then you get out by the Hot Wheels booth, and that's where you get the different concept where some people are like, what is this? But they're supposed to be Hot Wheels. They're out of control. Yeah, exactly. they're, they're wild. They don't might not run, but... They're, they're a wild concept, like the old FJ40 that has a BMW motor in it. Oh gosh, that thing was so uh, weird. So it's... Uh, it, it's was it with the V12? Yeah, it was with the V12. And the selling uh, point on the card was like, oh, now we can go to BMW shows yep, with our FJ? Can, like, why? How is that an advantage? Supra. I guess. A V12. They wanted an unreliable Toyota. Uh, well, mm-hmm. they probably succeeded. Um, Supra? I, I remember my takeaway, because I went last yeah. year. I couldn't make it this year, but I remember my takeaway was there was just it felt like there was a lot at SEMA that actually had no business being there. Not just the cars. I mean, there were a lot of cars that had no business being there, but just like the people. Like, there's too many people. I hate to out ourselves, but we're technically not in this. Oh hell yeah! Um, What are you talking about? Press pass. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, sure, but like, I literally work on cars for like. How am I not in the industry? You are the only one here who probably has a valid reason to be at SEMA. (laughs) I work on cars all the time. But, like, I remember I saw... Because you get paid for it. There's, like, obviously, there's, like, a lot of teenagers who, you know, got in somehow. And, like, this is technically a trade show, right? Yeah. And then, like, the cars start to reflect that, like, year to year. Instead of being, Mm -hmm. like, demos for products, it's to, like, attract those kids who are then posting about the cars. So it becomes more of, like, a marketing opportunity. Amen, yeah. And then we have a friend who's worked on SEMA cars before. And he was telling us that, like, in some of the cases, these parts suppliers, like, the sponsors for these builds, will not give you the parts until just before it's like the the last minute to possibly build it because they want that media around like we hammered this thing together yeah, you know they, they want, want a la- subpar pro- oh no that's not no <laughs> because they want the they want the media coverage like yeah, it's gonna right, be a youtube right. channel or something. it's like we're it's the SEMA crunch and so like now it feels like the whole industry is on this like level where 
SEMA is a flash in the pan marketing opportunity. Oh, and not yep. it's, it's always kind of been that way, though. Right, but more now so like than ever, right? Because yep. like anyone can get in. It's not difficult to get into SEMA, right? No, like it's not. everyone makes it out to be like really difficult to get credentials, and it's really not. Like you no. know someone, or like you make a somewhat bullshit LLC you can get yourself in you so know? at least they haven't gone as bad as uh, E3 um, for those who don't know that's electronic gaming yeah that's it's the video game convention and um, now you can just pay I think it's like 150 bucks or it might I think it might be more than that maybe $350 and you get a pass and I've gone probably I don't know, last seven years or something like that. But um, and how did it now do, that they're doing that, it's absolutely it miserable. And yeah. la- this year was the first year I decided not to go. Yeah, well, because I, it, it, it's just it's miserable. How far away are we from that becoming SEMA, where you can just pity? Because it, it's already too crowded. Like, I mean, you were there; you yeah. can barely breathe yeah. in some places. Well, it's, trying to get food there is absolutely the worst. Yeah. So, actually, the funny part about SEMA, the busiest days, right? So, the busiest days are actually Tuesday, Wednesday are your busiest days those are actually when you saw most actual you could truly tell serious professionals like hey i gotta do the meetings i gotta do this where's right. tuesdays and wednesdays those people are actually working yeah. yeah thursdays you start seeing uh more girlfriend passes and uh spouse <laughs> passes yeah uh, and you'll see two spouse passes and you're just like or media passes and you're just like and a guy i was with was pointing out youtubers because i'm old and i don't understand who they are uh so <laughs> you'd go ahead and get that that's what was like thursday by the time we hit friday we could walk and see whatever we wanted but like that's kind of where we learned a little bit on the aspect but you can really see like industry tuesday into wednesday wednesday just being packed thursday Mm -hmm. was a lot more of those guest passes where people are just hanging out to go ahead and let's see what i can get out of the mobile one booth or i mean i just i i I guess I can reiterate. Like, it's not necessarily a bad thing no. that it's changed, but I feel like that's why we're seeing stuff like the B is for build Huracan, right? Yeah. Because, like, from a perspective, like, it was in the, what, Garrett booth, I think? Garrett Turbo? Yeah, Turbo? it was in the Garrett Turbo booth. So that car might have been junk, but it doesn't matter. It was a total success for Garrett because oh, yeah. everyone yeah. was talking anyway, about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was a total success for him. It was a total success for them. Right. So, like, and, like, and then you miss quality on builds. On paper, though. cool. Yeah. LS swapped Huracan, manual transmission. Manual Gallardo transmission. I mean, cool, kind of cool. C8 yeah. baby C8. But uh, the C8 there was magnificent. Uh, but the what stock C8? Yeah, that's what that <laughs> was a with Huracan body. No, they actually had their race car version there. Uh, Who's gonna be the first to Huracan swap a C8? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, so you want to start that new YouTube channel? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, so no, I, I think that's exactly where you kind of come into play. Uh, those builds, execution, but because there's a lot of great builds, then get hidden in the corners, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the Outlaw Honda S800, magnificent. There was the guy that actually works with Japanese Classics LLC out of uh, back east that runs that whole shop. He had his Datsun SR20 swap, gorgeous. Every detail down to everything. I know it's not a lot of people's love, uh, but the 2002 that was crazy wide-bodied uh, with... I still don't know how I feel about that car. Uh, when you see it in person, I think the pain and the fact full metal fenders, and because yeah. it's so quick... Cra- cra- I think it's undrivable. I think the car is actually undrivable. Potentially. Uh, it reminds me of another 2002, I know. <laughs> but, um, that's because it doesn't have an engine in it. I uh, mean, I think, like, even if... They, I don't think that runs in the first place, but I think even if it did run, I think... It reminds me of another 2002. <laughs> <laughs> My drum is fine. Uh, but, no, I, I think that's... Uh, you can see all these little 
builds that get hidden and shoved in the corner then because of just the clout machines. And yeah. uh, one of the greatest and cleanest vehicles there will be very appreciated by Oliver was actually the 2002 at Eibach. Uh, that was actually a race-driven, still race-driven yeah. uh, 2002, done very, very well. Yeah, that guy, uh, that's just literally his track car. And then you had some sweet Hot Wheels that came out of it. Uh, so that was another bonus with the topic. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, stuff like that, I was just, I don't know. And it's difficult to navigate soon, because, like, where does that actually fall in place? Well, I'm just I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Drew, you're bad at Googling. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the other thing was crazy in the back, back corner, uh, Rohan, uh, and they're painted GTR, and they're, so they're, you're not going to go ahead and find that, but oh, it's going to oh. be... This? That's, is this the car you're talking about? But, um, that, was I, the that was the 2002. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah. Rohan had these crazy, this is all fully painted, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So just yeah. their ability to paint everything, like, they're out of control builds, uh, and you're never going to see, like, that quality. Like, there were so many builds in the main hall with terrible paint jobs, and these things were just crazy, ridiculous, full paint shoved, like, yeah. in a back hall, and yeah. so it's like... Because nobody knows who Rohan yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so. nobody's giving them credit, but all of a sudden, like, when you, you go over there and you start looking at it, like, those became some awesome and favorite builds, because you're like, sure, they're not my style, per se, but just to see the craftsmanship that go right. into it, so... Yeah. One of the cool things about those, too, is then, uh, when you find those cars, I, I had a couple from when I went where it felt more special to me because I didn't see them on every Instagram post or, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's posting Toyota tire or, yeah. you know, a B for build. Like, Oh my God, I saw this, you know, right. and that, that makes kids excited. People that watch them on YouTube. And that's obviously why they do that because, right. yeah. um, more people are into it. But when you find these builds, it's more special yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's just, it's interesting to see how it shifted. And I'm wondering like five, 10 years, if, seem as even going to be like a, a trade show anymore if it's just going to be like a big marketing show like this did you walk through all the halls with um the actual parts because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. those were some of my favorite ones and uh does xxr have a booth I they, do. They, do. <laughs> they do they do uh so does rota we tried <laughs> really triangle tires oh, has man. A booth. We, rota has the sickest wheels we, tr- guys seen those we, we tried to get keychains for y'all oh dude and they did not have anything oh, me and dylan tried if i could so have a if i could Nothing. have a rota slipstream keychain i would be the happiest guy on the if face I could, of yeah if i could I have like you. an xxr key tag yeah but <laughs> oh man this is this is my personal hell <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, no, no! They're no, no. real yeah. because they exist. <laughs> so for, for those apparently that, Andre had a photo of it. For those that don't know, I, I own a 06 S2000, and it used to have uh, Rota slipstreams on it. No, it did not. And <laughs> Rigamasters. It had Rigamasters. Yeah, Rigamasters on it, and um, it the real. I, I absolutely love those wheels. They're they're my favorite out out there. But anywhere I, I would take it, people would be like, "Oh, those Rotos are like, oh, cool Rotos, man!" And I was just like, "Yeah, I love them." <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> I, you, you may as well have just sold them and put rotos on the car. At that yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I and kept a, a center caps for the Regas. Yeah. No, I still, I guess, I, I still got some center caps in my drawer. I don't know. If like someone told me like nice ESM mesh, whatever, when I pulled up in my RSs, I might blow. Boys, a gasket. we know what to do. I might, <laughs> I might blow a fuse, dude. I'm a total wheel snob. We should get, we should get you uh, a sticker pack. Oh, I'm totally. I'm just. I'm gonna right, right <laughs> over the BBS logo. I hate you so much. Yes, baby. Uh, baby. 
we we go to like Radwood or, or I guess that car wouldn't go to Radwood because no, it doesn't move. Thank but you. um, uh, oh. <laughs> 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 nothing to you. Um, but no, uh, take it to a car show and we Finally walk away. Not. Just my car's a Shellwood right over the Shellwood. <laughs> Both of you guys on the other side of the table there, rocking well. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, you guys will have to let us know how these car shows are and yeah. what it's like to actually take a car there. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. We're doing Beamer Fest this year, right? Mm. Mm. Well, <laughs> I can take the M3 light. We're yeah. You can take the M5. I'll wait. We're doing Beamer Fest this year. We'll do a podcast at Beamer Fest. Oh my god! With goodness. another goddamn BMW. <laughs> No, we'll, we'll record. So much damn BMWs everywhere. We'll record in the infield because there's like a track day going on the entire time. <laughs> we'll we'll record there as like a bunch of six cylinders are rasping around, and then someone pops a head gasket, <laughs> and then uh, it'll be great. Rod knocking around. Yeah, well, that was uh, the burnout. See, I don't know, like Beamer Fest for me. Nothing really interests me a lot about BMW. I'll, I'll just say it. Yikes. Uh, I see how it is. Like, this man wanted to buy a 2002 this weekend. No, no. So <laughs> I, I was going to add a clarity. Like the 2002 is fantastic to me. Uh, I like them. It's just they're quirky. They're German Datsun 510, which is why I think. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> which one came first? 510 or? Uh... 2002 came first. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. But no, but in general, like. It wasn't the 2002. I think the, two, the 2002 yeah. is too so far removed from what BMW is that I don't even I like absolutely it, just I it's, totally it's, disagree it's not a B, like it, it is a BMW it's to me got it actually like it, it completely but harnesses no. everything that BMW is about because uh, the those cars and whatnot. Uh-huh. why would you say why would you say no <laughs> I don't know it just doesn't it has literally the same rear suspension as my 1998 318 Ti it's literally it the exact same motor as an M20 but with two cylinders chopped off well no not literally but <laughs> it's close yeah it's not but no I'll, I'll go enjoy I always go out to Beamer Fest it's just you'll hear a different opinion of mine as we walk around and see another freaking E30 and another E30. This is like me at Japanese classic car show. Yeah. Like, That's oh. true. Hey, look, I like Japanese cars and that was me at Japanese hey, classic car show. <laughs> oh, hey, look at Datsun. Yeah, right? Oh, look at Datsun. Wow, 17 Miatas oh, all in cool. a row. They're so There's, original. What, eight? Hey, no, that was pretty cool. Seven. I, I saw I saw a Miata <laughs> there that I've uh, never seen before. What, a running one? <laughs> hey. oh. Mine drove to and from the detail shop. Bitch. Ooh. So uh, uh, Nick <laughs> signed his Miata for Redwood Royalty next week. How's that working? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I won't drive my car in the rain, so fuck no. Yeah. Oh. So. Uh, wait, did, did, wait, did you like actually do that? Yeah. Did they accept you? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but I am Short emailing notes. them to say, no, I'm not coming with it. Uh, open ITVs in rain? Fuck no. Why? I should have tried that with the elf. Uh, literally, open yeah. cylinder, water. Royalty. Can you get a... Can, I know, like, for the S2000, um, they made, like, little foam covers so you could drive it like in the rain. Sock filters? Put yeah. Put a hood on. The rain falls from the top. I have a hood. So what's but the problem? big puddles, things coming over, just no. Also, dirt field and a lot of money in detailing, so no. So we've been talking about the last two years, and we all called the fact that this car will never see daylight again. <laughs> Andre, what were you going to say? Uh, that. I'm going to go with that, what you said. 
what he said. For those that can't see, I'm flipping off the group. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I spent all this money. I, I, I can't get it say. Dirty. Okay, without, without <laughs> number one, <laughs> without yeah. a shadow of no, no, we're stopping. I'm that's, going here this first. Is, this is our last podcast, by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is also the and end then of our friendship. Three. No, <laughs> this is just the end of our friendship. Yeah, this is the end of the friendship here. No, it's uh, no. Well, you look at this: a car untested three days before driving six hours in a place that's been constantly storming like would you take your bmw three days after you completed it and drive it six hours to burbank off a cliff probably <laughs> hey remember when i got uh the m3 light and um i bought it like two days before that and then replaced the clutch the m3 the light that. cost less than my and detail then... job <laughs> He's got a point. Weird flex, but all right. Yeah, I, I was just uh, down like saying like you know doing the clutch and like, doing all these things and then just being like okay let's drive twelve hundred miles. He also leaked fuel somewhere. Yeah, and boiled the tank. But yeah. it's a uh, no big deal. No, and I, I, I get that entirely. The gas boiling. That was, that was terrifying. No, that was fantastic memories. You, why don't you want to make memories, dude? You never. You don't so remember you're the just bad. Not times. taking them out of them. Had a good time. No. Oh, it's gonna be the forerunner. It's the forerunner. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. That that means there's more room for people and things. Yeah. You're carrying all the stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, I am. Are you really though? Like, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, Nick's car is the nicest. And oh yeah, are probably by by leaps and bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even like in our extended group. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. No, wait on Andre's so for me, opinion. Alexis, just kidding. No, no, wait on Andre's opinion. I mean, you have said. To quote you, that like this is the only Miata. This is the that only like. Miata that I like, and I, I stand by that. It is a very quality built Miata. I don't know if I'd say like though. He likes it. I do. It's a Miata. I do. I respect it. You know what hurt? I the respect other day? it. I was driving the 912. Remind me to drop me off at the ammo shop on the way home. <laughs> and a in a 91 Miata just bombed by me, and my soul just dropped. I was like, oh my god, it sucks being slow. Yeah. Man, that was 40 horsepower versus 90. Right. Yeah. This could be you if yeah, you swapped your engine. I got torched. <laughs> but, no. Will I drive the car? Yes. Will I drive it to Radwood? No. Uh, that's why I did the clear brow. That's why I did ceramic coating. But, uh, like, so just... So it can sit in the garage? Theoretical question here. Yeah. Tax against dust. <laughs> we, did, we did a rally earlier this year. Red Bull rally. We ended up in a dirt patch. Andre will not be here for round two. I, I, I see that very clearly now. You I found will see line. myself out. You, it. you, uh, fun, guys. We ended up in a dirt patch and everyone's doing donuts in the dirt. Like, would you just leave the Miata on the side of the road and like, not even enter that dirt patch? Is that like... Yeah. I'm voting yes in that one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. But See, it would still have gone on the drive. Yeah, that's fine. It's just it's like you can't you can't do stuff like that with it. Right? The the donuts in the dirt lot, nah. Okay. Yeah. So would you get a different? Car I mean, to, to be uh, fair, I didn't do donuts in the dirt lot in my Evo either. Yeah, but it yeah. got a lot of rock chips. It did get a lot of rock chips. <laughs> this is a donut <laughs> video. Thanks for that. Well, <laughs> no, see, the Miata would never enter the dirt. So yeah. would you pick up another car just to beat around in, like another Miata? No. Or how long before you just say fuck it and see uh, we we get that car off. You know, off into a dirt field. No, and that's always the potential there. That's why I hit the quarter panel with the cam cover, and I actually am not getting it re- replaced, be- fixed, because technically the first scratch, the first chunk of paint out of that car has already happened, and it's been done by me. So, well, by your cam. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my cam cap. Uh, so now that's kind of where it comes into play. Like, yes, it's done to drive, but I also didn't really ever want to drive the car in the rain because of the full suede interior. So, why well, would that keep, have keep the top on? The rain comes from above. Yeah. yeah. Or does it leak? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Has not driven in two years. Hashtag won't find out. <laughs> won't find out. Uh, uh, you can sprinkle some like uh, distilled filtered water in your garage onto it. <laughs> So yeah, no. Well, well, make it to Radwood. No, not this year. Um, and it was just looking at looking at the field and everything else. Uh, I just didn't want to go ahead and take the. Ri- it's much more also undriven with ITVs for six hours. Hmm. And if I put a plenum yeah. on them, makes it safer. But uh, I gotta get there. That's the word I was looking for. Plenum. Yeah. No. no it's a uh, and that's where it comes into play. It will get done. But I did have a question. Um, so we were going back to SEMA. Are there still RWBs there? <laughs> yes. Doubt it. Uh, no, there. Two. There's there's Relage Woods. If, if you are in the Adams Polishes booth, only RWBs, yeah. and hmm. then Redliches, and that's it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like the RWB thing has tapered off quite a bit. It's over. No, not according to my Instagram. Well, that's sure. because or you YouTube follow. Videos. I mean, he's still building them, but like the the popularity, I think, is tapering on them. It's not as wild. It's not as crazy anymore. We've we've well, seen one. We've seen them all here in America. No, just in general. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. There's like full, like, parking lots full of them in Japan. So, well, um, how is the Rutledge the parking lot can hold six cars? How oh, is Rutledge no, a... his build? <laughs> fantastic. So it was done pretty oh, well. Amazing. LS swapped. Yeah, LS swapped. Fantastic. It was just awesome. Like the plaid right way to do a Porsche. Pla- <laughs> plaid yellow interior. America. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've seen a decent amount of. Not a decent amount because there's a lot of RWBs in the world. But I've, I've seen, seen probably RWBs. <laughs> I've probably seen about fifteen. And I, I haven't seen a bad one done yet. Weird well, flex. No, because it's all done by the same well, guy. Like a <laughs> ten of them were at SEMA. I've seen so many RWBs. I've seen two of them getting built, driven one. Um, flex. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to flex. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> so this is weird. No, I'm I just, don't even I know don't, where this is going. You just no, I'm not trying to be Like going back to the SEMA building, I've tried, I like, haven't every seen every flavor of Mountain Dew out there. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a bad, a poorly built RWB. Well, because again, they're all built by the same guy. But he only does one part of it. Real, that's the part real, that matters. Putting it together part. Yeah, but that's not the, the painting part. He doesn't do the painting. Well, because everybody has the money to get good paint jobs. If you're building those cars, you have the money to. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I thought, Can we all chip I thought in? we had like a comedic, uh, <laughs> somebody falling comedically. What the hell is that? Um, can we all chip in an RWB your nine twelve, but just um, leave it as it currently is? Can we? I don't can think we? But no, can we RWB it like, like, BSA it? Just like make our own RWB kit. Can we just can we just say that's what was on the red nine twelve and it already <laughs> turned out point, poorly? My point is using your current strip paint job as you know. It's we, called a we, art car. We, we paint the the panels six different paints and, and then, then strip, strip them down so that it matches. Yeah. So a little detail One on that. Has to be body filler. Uh, yeah, I was saying earlier how I thought there was you know decent paint underneath my paint, and so we started stripping it, and it was painted black and then red. And then black again with like subs- subsequent layers of primer underneath that. Mm-hmm. So now it's just a giant multicolored thing. 
Patina. Uh, yeah, Patina. And we'll go, th- we'll go with that. It's Patina. But um, everybody's like, yo, you got to start. You should just get stripped down and paid right wait, now. Who is everybody? Uh, Oliver. I did not tell you. No, that. you said get it stripped down and start painting it. You told me that today. No, get I, paid. Yeah, paint the car. I did not say leave it patina. No, no, no. Nobody's saying leave, leave it patina. Uh, no, Nick is. Potatoed? Somebody Potatoed. is. But, uh. I mean, I kind of. I don't know. I, I kind of like it. I would not do that permanently. It's, no, it's not it's, permanently. It's not a 911, so it's not like you have prestige yeah, to exactly. care for. There's no clout with it. Right. It's a freaking Volkswagen. Yeah. Dude for the ground. But no, so um, kind of going like the opposite side of Nick's <laughs> point of view with Miata, where he doesn't want to drive it. I have a five and two year old. That I'm thing would get dorting so much. I just I feel like I'd always be angry. <laughs> and so this way I can just drive the heck out of it. So no, I want to drive it. It's just not tuned. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, anyway, the point is, I still don't think you should paint it. I don't like, even in the short term, just like a coat of Irish green or something. That just seems like waste. Why? Because if you're going to do something, do it right or don't do it at all. Go get the paint. Mm-hmm. I'll set up a booth in your garage. Yeah. Let's get on this. I feel like it wouldn't be that difficult because it's a pretty straight car. I've painted before. Just roll it on. I've used watercolors. <laughs> Finger paints, man. <laughs> More patina. I'll do Just that. give your kids finger paints and let them go to town. That's actually kind of a cool idea. There's going to be some uh, questionable drawings on the side of that thing. Coming to you soon on Bring a Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Art card. I feel like that's probably a, a good first edition. So you guys want to call it there? I, I don't should. know. You guys have anything else? Andre? Well, seeing us, this is my final episode, and this was real. <laughs> no, uh, y- you'll stay. Like I said, I only need one bullet. We're good. <laughs> Holler. No, Maybe. that's it. I think that was a good podcast. It's a good start. Yeah, good start for sure. All right. Well, thanks for everyone for tuning in, and we'll uh, we'll catch you next episode. We're hopefully we a little bit more coordinated, but we're just getting used to this. We're learning as we go. So, podcast thanks. coming to you eventually. All right. Bye, guys.